Hello again and welcome back to my podcast. This is Jason Stone. I'm also known as my online moniker, Magic Lasagna. And today I wanted to talk about judgment and judging people and things before you know the entire truth of them. There are too many people in this world that judge other people. And sometimes the judgments that are made just by the way the people look are untrue. Sometimes we meet with a well-dressed appearance at first, so that we think that the person is successful or rich, but that might not be true at all. It's easy to judge something or another before you know the whole truth, because sometimes appearances can be deceiving. For example, in the car business, there have been too many times where somebody walked onto the lot wearing torn and tattered clothes or clothes that are covered in paint or something like that and the salesmen don't want to approach them because they think that it might be a waste of their time and remember that this is raw unfiltered and unedited so i forgot to say at the start that the opening song was called you can't judge a book by its cover and that was by i'm sorry stevie wonder a uh, great song, and I would recommend listening to it because it says a lot about the subject. Um, I don't remember exactly where I was. I know that I was saying appearances can be deceiving, and some people walk onto the lot with torn and tattered clothes. Other salesmen won't approach them because they think that it's a waste of their time. They do what we call in the business a ocular credit check. That's assuming that the person even wants to finance. I can tell you if I see somebody with overalls on that are covered in dirt I'm probably running up to them faster than anybody else because there's a good chance that that's a farmer and farmers a lot of time they pay completely in cash or they have the most amazing credit you've ever seen because those guys are used to financing $300,000 tractors and stuff not a $30,000 car so they can more than afford what they're looking at And if you judge somebody based off of the fact that they're covered in dirt and wearing overalls because they've been working in the field all day on their multi-million dollar farm, then you've missed out on a great opportunity. Those guys that wander onto the lot with torn clothes covered in paint are painters. And a lot of times those guys get paid in cash and have a lot of cash on hand because they've been saving for something like a car. Um, A painter can make a ton of money in just a single day you're talking about them painting a couple of rooms in a house you know it's one day's work but you know they're getting a thousand dollars in cash for doing it um so you know they work three or four days a week you know they're making four thousand dollars a week that's twelve thousand dollars a month you know so those guys can turn an incredible profit and an incredible amount of cash very quickly Just because they came to the dealership in their work clothes after they've been painting all day doesn't mean that you can look at them and judge the fact that they can or can't buy a vehicle or whatever you're selling. So my rule of thumb is, if it's possible and there's somebody wandering around, I speak to them if I can, no matter what they look like and no matter what they're dressed like. There is kind of an ongoing joke that if somebody wanders onto the lot wearing New Balance shoes, they probably have an 800 credit score.
which is, you know, I've, I've actually found it to be true for the most part. I don't know why people with great credit tend to wear New Balance shoes, but uh, you will see salesmen flock to these guys that wear New Balance shoes all the time. And maybe in some cases it's a mental thing and they just end up being pleasantly surprised. But I mean, there are serious memes in the car sale world about New Balance shoes and credit scores. People need to understand that we can't judge people and things by their cover and how they appear to be. First appearances can be very deceiving in a world where we highly rely on visuals to determine if something is true or fake. Second, even the most flawless person has wounds or bruises outside of what you can see on the surface. Um, you know, a lot of times that beautiful girl in the bar, um, she can have daddy issues or, you know, she could just be batshit crazy. And one thing that you do wrong, your car is keyed all to hell because of it. We often cannot know 100% of somebody's life story and only get pieces through conversation. So we should be understanding and open-minded when we're trying to understand the whole picture. We don't have somebody's full depth of experience until we know their world and the vastness of it and the aspects about them for better or worse. You know, weddings, funerals, depression, sickness... It doesn't matter. Everybody has their own story, and everything adds up to a totality of who somebody is and what they are. But you do also need to understand that, you know, the saying, you can't judge a book by its cover, is kind of deceiving as well. Because sometimes you can judge a book by its cover. Specifically, because... If you couldn't, there would be no reason for a successful author... To have great art put on the front of the book to attract you to it. And sometimes that can be deceiving as well. Uh, the, the old saying really comes from that, that exact thing. You know, sometimes that dusty, shitty looking book can have the greatest content in it. That you've never thought would be in it. And sometimes that book with the beautiful art on the front is just a bunch of hot garbage that nobody gives a shit about. And that's why they put the great art on the front of it. However, there are books that you can look at and decide, hey, that's not really something I want based off of the title. And in reading the title, you've gained information about that book that you couldn't have gleaned without reading it. And it's the same for people. You should be able to, within 30 seconds to a minute of meeting a prospective client or customer, be able to understand what type of person they are, what you can say, and what you can and can't get away with, and whether or not they're serious about buying something for from you, or if they're just looking, or just not really serious at all about the situation, maybe not, not ready, um, there's a lot of different reasons, you know, they left the chicken on the stove, the grass is green, the sky is blue, it doesn't really matter what it is. And humans as a whole are not at fault for doing this. You're really programmed as a child to be able to judge people. And it's something that's easily and readily passed around ever from since the time that you're very young. Um, for, you know, something like Stranger Danger or 
that you're in school and that other kid looks funny so you want to make fun of them or you know join the rest of the group that's doing it um, it's just a programming kind of thing that you have to kind of unwind from no one wants to be someone else that's being judged uh, before knowing all the details about your life because being judged by your appearance or by something that you're doing at the time doesn't add up to who you are in almost any circumstance. I still do believe that people have a sixth sense almost when they meet somebody, like an instinct, and it can leave you overlooking the actual problem at hand instead of trying to find faults before making them and drawing comparisons. It's instead of looking closely into the situation. Have you ever met somebody before and you're just like, instantly, you're just like, I hate this person. I don't want to be around them. I really do feel like there is a sixth sense that you have um, about other people and other things. But mistakes happen. And sometimes we make that judgment too quickly um, based on the appearance or the status quo even if it could affect us globally in our lives because we missed out on making that great friend um, just because we judged them because they were wearing torn jeans or something. Um, I always joke around when I see girls wearing torn up jeans. I'm like, hey, did a tiger attack you or something? But, uh, you know, it's just a style. Some people are accustomed to certain styles and things that they like. Uh, me, for one, I like to wear a uh, hat, and people all the time will poke fun at me and call me Indiana Jones and stuff like that. Um, but I just smile and nod. I think it's funny. And uh, just because I wear that hat all the time when I'm not at work doesn't mean that I'm defined by that hat or it makes me Crocodile Dundee or Indiana Jones, which I've, I've kind of heard it all. So... Um, just by looking at somebody, you can't determine everything. And there are two main psychological factors that affect the way we make these impressions. Uh, one of them is overconfidence, and it's intuitive and a fast judgment strategy. And the second one relies on mental stamina, which is called heuristics. Uh, it's a critical skills and ex assessment of experience. Overconfidence also impacts why we may come to faulty conclusions when judging people or things. I normally live my life by judging everything as just as capable as being great before being capable of being bad. Because I tend to look at life with a positive outlook. Uh, these words can ring true for many of us when you say don't judge a book by a cover, but the hidden message behind the phrase has a lot more depth than people realize at first glance. In other words, before you judge anybody or anything, please take the initiative to get all the information you need to make an informed decision. Alternatively, don't wait around until somebody passes judgment on how you're spending your time because silly mistakes can turn into disasters, and that's hard to recover from. I love this quote because it hits on very important statements 
The first one being that the truth is rarely shown in movies and in, in real life. We all have preconceived notions that may prevent us from seeing what is right in front of us. It can also be a cover-up of insecurity or wanting to fit into social norms. You know, it's easy to make fun of that person because they have a deformity or, you know, because they look like they're poor because that's what society's programmed us to do. And, of course, the idea that people are not always who they appear to be on first sight or at first glance for anyone, for that matter. Uh, so we should always dig deeper for answers and ask questions. Uh, you know, who are they? What do they do? You know, where are they from? All of these are important things for ascertaining whether you want to spend time with somebody or even get to know them at all. When people judge books by its cover, it's summed up as the fact that they feel a certain way about a certain person or thing just by looking at them. This doesn't only apply to people. It applies to everything that you look at in life. Why do people like silver and gold and diamonds and stuff? There are people that actually argue that it's an evolutionary response in the brain to seek out water. Because when we were cavemen or whatever, water sparkled in sunlight. So if you saw sparkly things, that meant water. And you could go get the water and quench your thirst. Therefore, over you know millions or thousands of years or whatever it is, people learned to like sparkly things like diamonds and jewels, gold, silver. And that's because of the evolutionary response to seek out water. You know, um, appearances can be deceiving. That's the whole thing. Why do your fingers prune in water? You look at them and you're like, they pruned up because they absorbed a bunch of water. Well, that's not true either. That also is an evolutionary response in the brain to enhance your grip while you're in water. Once your fingers prune up like that, they have a different surface area that can grab onto things and grip things easier to get out of the water. That's your body saying, get out of the water. And it's giving you a chance to grip harder to be able to do that. In the modern digital age, it becomes an even crazier fact about judging things by its cover. It's very rare that you see people posting depressing and sad pictures on social media. In most cases, it's going to be very happy pictures of them and their family, or their child growing up, or, you know, them hugging their significant other. Um, but, you know, like a lot of those cases, you can't judge that book by its cover because maybe they have severe marital problems and they're just trying to keep up appearances. Uh, a lot of times you see that happy couple posting the pictures of how happy and great everything is with them. And then, you know, they end up divorced, you know, a week later. So you can't really judge those books by its cover either. Because um, nobody wants to be judged in a negative way. Um, and in this modern day of uh, inf quick information, this is the fastest anybody has ever received 
information. Um, and that can be a big problem because, like I said, nobody knows the whole story because nobody wants to be painted in it with a negative brush. And the whole thing is everyone, everyone has had a time where they judge something before fully understanding what it was or who it is. And it takes experience to stop. You have to stop criticizing things so harshly. And that's a very easy thing to do because of all the negativity in the world. And if you stop criticizing things too harshly, it can open up circles of friends and experiences and allies that you never thought you would have before. I've mentioned a couple of times that I keep everybody's business card. Even if it's a business that I don't need, someone else might need it. And, uh, you know, they're probably at least halfway decent at what they do to own and run their own business. Um, and if they're not, then people will judge it through their actions, not based off of what their card looks like. Because if I recommend somebody to you to do something, you're probably going to take that recommendation and roll with it. And if they do a terrible job, you're calling me later and saying, Jason, this guy did a terrible job, and I'm going to apologize for it because I recommended them. But you can't judge that book by its cover before at least giving them a chance. But I will say that it's okay for a subjective person to base their opinion off of a first impression. But it's not right to condemn people or things before you know the whole story. Um, doing that just closes off your world. And it doesn't let you proceed through life in a way that is helpful to yourself or to others. So all that being said, when you look at that person and they're wearing those torn or tattered clothes... Just treat them like another person, like, you know, a passerby in the night that you walk by down the street. When you look at someone, you should be able to read their body language innately. 90% of all of our communication is body language. Only 10% of it's verbal. However, very quickly and in most situations, the second some idiot opens his mouth, you're going to be like, this guy's an idiot. It doesn't matter how confidently he walks after that. All of that being said, I'm going to go ahead and end this podcast. I hope that you gleaned a little bit of information from it and try not to be so judgmental because like I said, you don't always know the whole story. And if you do know the whole story, go ahead and do whatever you feel is necessary in the situation. Again, my name is Jason Stone. I'm also known as my online moniker, Magic Lasagna. My cell phone number is 910-515-0890. Shoot me a text sometime if you have a question. Again, you can email me at magiclasagna at magiclasagna.com. And I don't really care how successful you are because I'm always going to be successful. <laughs>